And welcome to uh, Running Flat Radio. Chris Uzinski, Kelly Steele in the studio. <laughs> great to have you. It's great to be back. Oh, Running Flat Radio on Tuesday nights on AM800 CKLW. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, you know, if you're not familiar with Running Flat, we produce uh, running events uh, in, in Southern Ontario. And, you know, what's really great about this year is that spring has finally sprung. The runs have started, mm-hmm. you know, we had, uh, Gary Belanger from the running factory on a couple of weeks back. And, um, you know, we talked about, you know, the spring thaw, which mm-hmm. kind of kicks off the season. Uh, we have Le Chocolat that's coming up. That's um, creeping up quickly it's too. really short. It's in a couple of weeks. Uh, it'll, it'll be here. Uh, May 1st and May 2nd, we're doing race kit pickup for Le Chocolat at Riverfront Plaza right in front of Caesars. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the, the course starts at Walkerville Breweries on the Sunday. It's the half marathon that still has some spots. 5K totally sold out. 10K, which is a, the Canadian National uh, Age Group Championships, totally sold out Excellent. as well. So, uh, yeah, it's just a half marathon. has got some spots left in it. So, if you feel like knocking out a half or, or walking a half, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, we could accommodate that. Well, and too, if you're looking at running it, I am pacing the two-hour pace group, and I'm always looking for company Sweet. for people to join me. Of course, they have to listen to me talk nonstop for two <laughs> hours, but I kind of like it. And you got to hold the sign. Someone has <laughs> to hold the, hold the sign. And I have to hold the sign. Yeah, <laughs> all right, all right. And uh, so for those who are unfamiliar with Le Chocolat, it's, uh, it's a race that's based in Windsor. It's, it's the city's largest race. It is a, an event where people literally from all over North America kind of fly into Windsor and uh, really enjoy this incredible, pristine waterfront um, that we have here in Windsor that we're so, so lucky to have. So the course is actually Riverside Drive. That's really what makes that such a, a wonderful event, not to mention that there's firemen at the water stations. There's like three liters of wine that's handed to you at race kit pickup as your swag, which is a nice item. It's the Peely Purse from our friends mm-hmm. from Peely Island Wineries uh, out in Kingsville. Now, what about the these guys that say, no, I'm not going to do that race. It's a woman's race. You know, it's really funny. I had a, I had an, <laughs> an email this morning from uh, a woman who's running, I think, the 10K. And she she said, you know, I registered my husband not knowing that this is, like you know, like a chick's race. Yeah. And I said, well, hang on a second. First off, last year's numbers were a little more skewed, where 98% were women mm-hmm. and 2% of the smartest men in the world. <laughs> and and what's happened since last year to this year, the demographics have, have slightly changed. It's now 10% of the smartest men in the world. have The other guys have finally smartened up, and, and they're joining in the race to join 90% of the women on the course. <laughs> but it's it's not a chick's race. It's, it's, it's a fantastic running event. It just so happens that women gravitate to firemen, chocolate, and wine. Don't <laughs> Those know why. are my three favorite things. <laughs> Don't know why, but but these things happen, and that's how this race is is really kind of formed. And it's it's going to be a ton of fun. Really looking forward to. It. We got the folks from Athletics Canada coming down, adjudicating the 10K. Tell us a little bit about that 10K. Well, you know what? It's it's the first time it's ever held in Canada, and uh, Athletics Canada is kind of picking up the flag in regards to all age groups. You know, because I mean, Athletics Canada it's it's all about serious running. Whenever we ever talk about Athletics Canada, it's always about serious runners and indoor records and and everything else. They're like the USA Track and Field in the United States, except here in Canada, Athletics Canada. So. What's great about it is is that they've they've realized that there there needs to be a focus on road racing mm-hmm. and road running because our sport is in I don't know what is it explosion two point two you know yeah. I mean or or you know running boom two point two and and in this boom uh, we have so many new runners so many different runs so many different avenues to run that uh, Athletics Canada is finally going hey you know what there's a great market here and and finding great runners too. And, and, and acknowledging what these folks do uh, in their training on a daily basis, not just the indoor stuff or, mm-hmm. or the track and field, like, you know, up to a 10K type type uh, thing. So 
What's really great about it is that they're acknowledging Windsor, they're acknowledging Le Chocolat, that uh, we have this 10K uh, national championship, and it's all age groups. Mm-hmm. So the top three male, female from age groups, and there are five-year increments from 19 to 100, get a medal. Very cool. And and get acknowledged as, you know, as, as a champion mm-hmm. in their age group. Uh, nationally, so the record stands. So it's uh, it, it's pretty cool. It, you know, it's something that uh, I think we, you know, at Running Flat, we're really proud of, and really proud that we're able to like, bring this to Windsor and kind of showcase Windsor to the rest of Canada because we just don't do enough of that, frankly. Well, it's going to be a cool race. Plus, you're going to have some really fast 10Kers in there, which is going to be it's going to make for a great spectator uh, race as well. Yeah, and you know, we've invited all the running groups uh, locally in the region to come out. That if they're not running, come out and volunteer, get a mm-hmm. cheering station going, help us with water stations. I mean, uh, this is the only half marathon within the city, so we really need to kind of you know showcase you know yeah. to the rest of the world that you know. We, we care about our running community. We really want you to enjoy that experience. So it's, uh, you know, it's great. You know, 200 volunteers, mm-hmm. uh, almost three tractor trailer loads full of wine. I, mean, <laughs> I, you know, I like the sound. Oh, of it's, uh, it's, it's mind boggling what, what goes into the chocolate. And, uh, but anyway, it's, it's almost here for more information about that race. Uh, and race kit pickup, you can get that right off of runningflat.com and, and go to think. A couple other things that we've done recently is we, we've opened up Canada Day, uh, which is more than halfway sold out now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess I can tell you where, where the kind of standings are. Yeah, you know, I'm that, curious. That, well, you know, so <clears throat> Canada Day, what's, what's so amazing <laughs> about it is you actually, it's the only open source medal in running where you actually get to vote on who goes on the medal. And the medal is this incredible Canadian maple leaf and with this, uh, with a bust of a famous Canadian. So mm-hmm. we had Sir John A. the first time for the first year, second year was Terry Fox. And now this year, uh, the finalists are Don Cherry, Wayne Gretzky, and Commander Chris Hatfield. Mm-hmm. And uh, Commander Chris Hatfield is in the lead. I can't tell you by how much, uh, because we're, we're not ready to announce the, the finalists of who's going to be on the medal for, for when, a number of, of weeks. Okay. I was know, just curious when. Well, it's going to be in May, probably end of May, going into June, you know. So then, Hatfield's uh, leading right now, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Canadian uh, Who's that picking up second? Uh, Gretzky. Really, eh? Yep. And, okay. and then there's Don. Okay. Really? We, I, thought, I thought Don might be up there, especially after we had him on the show. Don's an incredibly polarizing figure. I can only tell you that by Facebook comments and emails that I get, you know, from people who don't like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay, you know, but he's still, you know, even, on, you know, in CBC's, you know, greatest Canadian search that I did a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, he came in number six, I mean, out of everyone in Canada. So, I mean, you know... He, there's Very value, impressive. yeah, for sure, for sure, and you know, and, you know, Don's been on the show before, and it's Don Cherry. What, what can I say? You know, he, you either like him or you don't, but it's Don. Yeah, there's no metal ground there, right? No, <laughs> not whatsoever. Uh, a couple other races that are open. Zombie Chase is is open. Uh, you know, really cool uh, glow in the dark metal, super cool mm-hmm. shirt that matches it uh, for swag, and run me an- rock me anaphylaxis. Is also open too, so okay. with uh, with a really cool rock band, funk rock band. Who's at, at the finish line? Yeah. It's uh, it's the Funk Junkies. Oh really? What yeah. do they play? They play mostly covers of just really great funk songs. So. Oh very cool. Yeah. So uh, you are listening to Running Flat Radio on the show today. Our good friend, our old friend Dave McGillery from the Boston Marathon is going to join us in a couple minutes, talking about what's new in Boston. And you know, everyone stops me and talks about Boston, and when they do, they always say like. Well, how come they can't add any more people to Boston? Yeah. And if there's a qualifying time, then why is there now this new qualifying time that's not the qualifying time? Like, why do I have to better my qualifying time? Then either fix the qualifying times or don't tell me that I have to better it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, then there's the other half that says, well, then how come the other half of the field gets to go into this race simply by buying into it, by making a donation to a charity, they get yeah. to run this race. So... But that's your old, you know, how do you want to go to Boston? Do you want to buy your in or do you want to qualify? And, and, you know, both ways are are great. 
Um, you know, but it's it's kind of what type of run you are. And I'm, I'm by no means am I putting it down either. But no, some no, people no. some I, people really enjoy raising money for charities, I, and other people just love running their butts off and qualifying. Again, it's like Don Cherry. It's it's a polarizing topic. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so so Dame Legivery is going to be on with us, and so is Michelle Lemire, who is actually going to be joining us for a run, for uh, Le Chocolat, and she's going to be uh, running for a cause, mm-hmm. and it's a local cause. It's even an interesting she's, cause. It's really interesting, even though she's from Ottawa. So so she's also going to be on. You are listening to Running Flat Radio on AM800 CKLW. Everybody's taking what they can, but they can't decide. It has come to our attention that some customers are using our Hyundai dealer invoice pricing and paying what we pay to buy Hyundais in bulk and then resell them for more. Just stop it. Dealer invoice pricing is on now to help customers get into the Hyundai they love. It is most certainly not an entrepreneurial opportunity. Same goes for the 0% lease or purchase financing on select Hyundai models. Dealer invoice pricing is on now at your local Hyundai dealer. Dealer may sell for less. Dealer is reimbursed a holdback amount included in invoice price by the manufacturer for each vehicle sold. From the AM800 Weather Center, here is your latest forecast. Partly cloudy tonight with an overnight low of plus 4. Tomorrow, mainly sunny, reaching a high of 16. Thursday, cloudy with a 60% chance of showers and a high 16. Friday, a mix of sun and cloud with a 30% chance of showers and a high 20. Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud with a daytime high of 17. Once again for tonight, partly cloudy skies with an overnight low of plus four. Pretty face, pretty smile, I could stay here for a while. LCBO invites you to bring a refreshing beer style to your table with Czech style Pilsner. Hoppy and smooth, Pilsner is the perfect beer style for all your spring get-togethers. You can put Czech Bar and Pilsner Quell on your table and freshen things up. It's springtime, why not start fresh at the LCBO? If you love a freshly pressed dress shirt, you'll love Bay Days. It's when we put a huge selection of our trusted brands and styles on sale. It's one of the reasons that Hudson's Bay is Canada's number one seller of dress shirts. Right now, men's dress shirts start at just $19.99 from brands like Arrow, Tommy Hilfiger, Calvin Klein, Perry Ellis Portfolio, and more. Canada loves Bay Days and our lowest prices of the season are now in every Hudson's Bay store and at thebay.com. If it's going to be hot, it's got to be red. Get a new 2015 RAV4 from 125 semi-monthly for 60 months at 1.99% APR. With 1750 down and $250 lease assist. Get a red hot deal at Red Tag Days. Ontario Toyota dealers. Real people, great cars. See realtoyota.ca for details. Hey, want to grab an Egg McMuffin? Why are you whispering? Well, I already had an Egg McMuffin this week. So? It has a freshly cracked egg and is 290 calories. Really? Well, let's go to McDonald's and get an Egg McMuffin. Okay. Made with a freshly cracked Canada Grade A egg, there's 290 calories per Egg McMuffin. This Egg McMuffin I'm eating is amazing. <laughs> the one and only Egg McMuffin. Why deny something you love? At participating McDonald's restaurants in Canada. When you're able to focus your mind and your body, anything is possible. From 5K runs to half marathons to the full 26.2 miles. We talk about it all on Running Flat Radio, Tuesdays, 7 till 8 on AM 800. Hey, welcome back to Running Flat Radio. Chris Zinski and Kelly Steele in studio. Uh, as we're trying to get a hold of uh, Dave McGillivray, I know that uh, Boston is on Monday. And uh, Dave is, uh, he's catching us between meetings that he has to do with, uh, I think it's the police, one of the police departments and one of the, one of the, uh, one of the towns. Because Boston runs through seven separate boroughs and towns. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a part of the job of being the race director, he has to meet with everybody and, and and settle everything and there's a lot of last minute details and uh we were just talking about hey could you could you spare us five minutes just to come on the air and talk about what's new with boston and uh it'd be great just to have you 
just between yeah. these just these few minutes that we can spare from you in these meetings and get you on air that we can talk about it. And, and, and you know, Dave is a philanthropist. I mean, he's famous for running across the United States in the 70s, and he's always been a, a tireless uh, uh, guy who I know we're still trying to get a hold of over there. I can see, I can see Chris in the control room just shaking his head. Well, it was kind of interesting, too, that last week uh, the Boston bomber finally was charged and convicted uh the, the timing i think was perfect you know a week before this race kind of put everything all to rest now i think what he was he was convicted of, what 30 charges or something crazy like that that it is so we'll uh, we'll see if we can get him on um maybe even a little bit later on the show we'll, we'll keep working on that and uh we'll see how how chris works on that uh you know a couple other things that we we should talk about is that uh in the race calendar this year um, there's also the uh, Run for Heroes, which mm-hmm. is open, and uh, that is in Amherstburg, Ontario. It's a half marathon, uh, September uh, 20th, and the 10K and the 5K, we've just reintroduced back the 5K because of people saying, hey, I really want a 5K, you know, at that time of year on that course. So we've reintroduced the 5K, plus we have the Kids Marathon and uh, a kids race mm-hmm. what's what, what's really unique about the race this year is we have uh, a medal that kind of we haven't unveiled it yet but the hint is is that it's a red coat blue coat theme you know kind of going american and british forces from the war of 1812 we always try to have that that historic feel to the to the medal and into the into uh, the course but uh uh we'll 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 definitely be doing that um <laughs> I have a lot of people always ask me about the Boston Marathon and uh, just asking about the qualifying times and how exactly you get into Boston. I think a lot of people think sometimes that uh, all you have to do is just run one specific time and that's how you qualify for Boston. But really, it's a lot more complicated. It's uh, done by age. It's done by, you know, they've taken some time and effort into kind of with men and women figuring out um, where you should be running and where is a natural fit for you. And and really, you don't get into Boston unless you uh, meet those qualifying times. Yeah, and and, and it's a real bone contention, right? Because a lot of the folks... um, you know, and, and just go on the blogosphere and take a look at Boston qualifying times, and you, you'll see that that there's a lot of folks that are complaining, saying, "Okay, I've met that the qualifying time. Why now do I have to better it by three and a half minutes?" Or well, five and two, they changed that leeway. You used to have about, a, I think, it was the fifty seconds leeway. So if your <laughs> qualifying time was four hours, you if you still had, I think it was fifty up to a minute to qualify. And uh, joining us live on the show, Dave McGillery from Boston. How are you, my old friend? Hey, how are you? Sorry about that. My, I looked at my phone and it said, no SIM card. I was like, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties. Hope it doesn't happen on race day. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm actually glad it happened right now. Nothing against you, but... <laughs> I gotta get this this thing fixed. Wow! Anyway, sorry about that. No, no. How you it, doing? I, you know what? I, I'm better than the average, Barry. I appreciate that. You know, it's it's been uh, it's you know it's been a long winter, and nothing nothing makes me cringe more than looking at those pictures of what Boston had. Do you see, do you still oh, have snow there or what? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we, we decided to add a, a fifth wave to the race, and um, that's going to be the Iditarod. <laughs> <laughs> Just give the no, elite shovels. Fine. We're fine. I don't see anything out there right now. In fact, it was in the last couple of days been in the 60s and almost touching 70. So uh, we sort of dodged the bullet on this one. I'll tell you. Of course, the big uh, question is, what's the weather going to be like for race day? Well, yeah, I'm not a meteorologist. I'm a race. <laughs> you know, I don't worry. You know, it's like the weather is like one of those when you you know being forecast. It's 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 wrong too often to depend on, and it's right too often. Not to not to uh, you know rely on. So uh, who knows? You, you wake up that morning and it is what it is. But yeah. uh, and you right get now, all kinds of weather. Like it's be, yeah, it's not going to be oppressively hot. It's going to probably be in the fifties. It's probably probably going to be ideal conditions for the runners, which is obviously what we're all looking for. So. Right. So what what's new this year that that runners from from our region or listeners you know who are traveling to Boston? What can they expect? You know, you know, after the two thousand and twelve Boston, that was the hot year. You know, we had to recover from that and figure that one all out. And then after 2013 with the bombings, we had to process heal and recover from that. We had to figure that all out. And then last year, the race was so amazing, so epic. I mean, it's like, how do you do that again? And I don't think you do. You know, so I think we were just taking the playbook out from last year's race and kind of kind of simulating that, doing that over again. Um, so 
same level of security, you know, um, but, but again, it, it done, done in a way that uh, people will feel safe and, and comfortable and not intimidated. And, um, you know, as far as the race is concerned, you know, last year we had 36,000. This year we're back down to 30. So um, that's a comfortable number to, to work with for us. So, I mean, everything is all systems go. No, no issues that we know of right now that uh, are challenging <laughs> us. So we're looking forward to Patriots Day again. Now, awesome. when you were talking about the security measures, what are some of those things? I know last year it was you couldn't uh, bring anything unless it was in a clear bag. Well, yeah, everything's the same as last year. I mean, you know, for... The last 30 years or whatever we've been, you know, people would come to Boston and get on the buses and, and then go out to the start in Hopkinton, and then they'd have their gear, and they'd put it in a gear bag, and it get transported back to Boston. And as soon as they finish, they cross the finish line, and there's their gear. And we had to, you know, eliminate that last year per um, orders of law enforcement. And mm-hmm. so... But, but what people can do is they can put gear in a clear plastic bag and put it at the finish, then get on the bus, and then go to Hopkinton to the start, run the race, and when they finish, that's waiting for them at the finish line. So you know, it's sort of a modified way of doing it, but, um, you know, it's a safe way of doing it. And so that's what's in place again again this year. So, so Dave, I know this is a difficult question. You know, race director to race director, you know, people stop me all the time. They talk about Boston. And they yeah. say, well, you know, why can't they just add more runners and therefore my qualifying time will, will stand? Why do I have a qualifying time and then I have to better that to, to get in? Yeah. And, and why are only half the runners qualified and the other half can buy in? Like, um, you know, maybe for the layman, we can kind of go through all that and explain to people why it is the way it is. Yeah, well, first of all, when people have an opinion about something, which they have every right to, they need to get the facts straight first, you know. And, and so let me, let, me, let me state the facts. And the facts are okay. that, you know, our, our distribution, if you will, is 80% of the people, almost 81% of the people who run in our race from year to year qualified. They meet the qualifying standards, and that's how they get in. The balance are people who are getting on either charity waivers or sponsor waivers or, you know, some special invitation, whatever that might be. And we feel that that's an appropriate balance. It never goes higher than 20%. Don't qualify. Sometimes I hear there's 50% and it's not even close to 50%. So we're trying to, you know, coexist and be not be all things to all people, but, you know, you got to remember last year, 20% of our field were non-qualifiers, and they raised over $40 million for worthwhile causes. Wow. So we can't, we can't just ignore that, and but we always want to be about the pursuit of athletic excellence. We always want to make sure that, you know, that the, the majority of people in our event um, do it the way it was meant to be initially, and that is to, you know, earn the right to be here by working hard, running in a race, you know, meeting the qualifying standards, and then participating. On the other side, you know, a few years ago when we opened registration, it closed in eight hours and three minutes, and so we felt that we can't have that, you know, somebody is qualified and they, you know, go to log on the next day and we're closed, and that's not necessarily fair. So we changed the registration process basically by putting people in order based on ability level, and we said, okay, those who beat their qualifying time by 20 minutes can register on day one. Those who beat it by 10 can register on day three. Those who beat it by five can register on day five. And then, you know, we have X amount of people, and we have an imposed field size limit, and so whatever's left, what we do is go into the second week and we say, okay, everyone who qualified, go ahead and apply, and then we'll rank you based on ability level, and we'll take the best of the best. And then whatever's left, unfortunately, if you didn't make the cut, you didn't make the cut. We feel bad about it, but, you know, only only so many people can fit, and then and then, and then, and our field is full. And so basically the market itself is determining who's in and who's out, not us. It's all how your peers are doing. And if that's right. not the fairest way to do it, I don't know what is. Dave, what's the general mood in, in uh, Boston right now with uh, just the Boston bomber this past week uh, being convicted on those charges with, uh, you know, the timing with the, the marathon just coming up? Yeah, it's sort of unfortunate timing. You know, who would have thought that it would all come down to, you know, the last week kind of a thing. But, you know, I really think that people have more focused, at least in the running industry, on, on the race and not not necessarily the trial or what happened in 2013. You know, we can't control, you know, what 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 the legal, you know, procedure is. And they, they're going to do what they're going to do, and it's going to 
follow the system the way it's meant to be and and um and we're going to go about our business and we're going to remember those the victims and the survivors and they're intimately involved in this race for forever you know and um and we're going to we're going to look towards patriots day as a as you know as moving forward and continue to uh look at it as a you know strong athletic competition with you know a degree of um you know sort of philanthropy you know involved in it and and so Dave, I think every, everyone's good. Everyone's good. Just one other really quick question. Your uh, decision for the, the Hoyt team uh, to be your grand marshal this year, pretty easy choice on that one? Yeah, you know, it's funny because it's every year we, you know, it's about a month or two before the race we start talking about, okay, who's going to be the official starters, who's going to be the grand marshal. And the Hoyts and I go way back, you know, 30 years. I helped them get involved in triathlon. I used to be their manager. Um, I know Dick and Rick really well. In fact, I ran a race on Sunday, and Dick was running with Rick. And then I pulled up next to Dick, and I said, hey, I said, what am I going to get to run with Rick? He goes, yeah, and he throws the wheelchair at me. I push, <laughs> I push Rick for the rest of the way, and I was just, you know, That's having awesome. a blast with Rick. Just saying, hey, you know, how do you like going this fast now instead of running with the old man? And, you know, and he's, he's laughing and stuff, you know. So, you know, I have a really strong relationship with, with both of them. And uh, so, you know, a couple of us made the recommendation, why not Why not just be the Grand Marshal if he's not going to push Rick this year? And, you know, obviously everyone's like, that's great. And so I think it's thrilled. a great choice. Dick's thrilled. Yeah, he's thrilled. And uh, and this guy, Brian Lyons, who's a family friend, is going to push Rick and uh, in the in the you know, in the chair. So, Excellent. you know, it's funny. One last thing is that when I turned 60, I had a, a birthday party and the hoods come over and they helped. I, I run my age on my birthday. So they ran some of the 60 miles with me and they gave me a, a gift certificate for a birthday present. I said, what the heck is this gift certificate? And what it was, is it was a, um, a chance to run with Rick in any race that I want down, you know, in the future. So, oh, very so nice. I was like, that's one of the neatest Christmas <laughs> gifts, I mean, birthday gifts I've ever gotten. And so someday I'll, I'll push Rick for the whole race in a, in a, in a race, some, you know, sometimes. So Excellent. I'm looking forward to that. Dave, Dave, thank you very much for joining us. We know how busy you are. Good luck on the race yeah. coming up, and, and all the best. Good talking to you, my friend. All right, same here. Thanks a lot. Take That's care. Uh, Dave McGillery on, uh, from the Boston Marathon on Running Flat Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. It's 7.30. From the AM800 News Center, your number one news source in Windsor, Essex, an information update with Mike McDonald. Traffic is moving on the Ambassador Bridge, but truck traffic on the Canadian side still backed up. The bridge was closed for three hours this afternoon on account of a trailer fire this afternoon. Truck traffic had been piling up on Huron Church Road for most of the afternoon, and it's expected to take a while to process the backlog. If you use the Ciro Expressway regularly, take note of a major construction project set to begin next week. There will be bridge rehabilitation work in the eastbound lanes at the Walker Road overpass and the CN overhead. Work is scheduled to begin April 20th and will last about five months, with completion expected in late September. The Ontario Fire Marshal is investigating a suspicious fire at a vacant home in Leamington. Fire crews were called to the home on Foster Avenue around 7 o'clock last night. Anyone with information is asked to contact the OPP. In sports, the Tigers are taking on the Pirates this hour. It's scoreless. Jays are taking on the Rays. It's 1-0 Tampa Bay. In Sutherland Cup action, LaSalle and Elmira are tied at 1 in the first period. Leamington and Caledonia just getting underway. In the NBA, the Toronto Raptors are in Boston for their final road game of the regular season. From the AM800 Weather Center, partly cloudy and a low plus 4. Tomorrow, mainly sunny and 16. Right now, it's 14 Celsius, 57 Fahrenheit. I'm Mike McDonald, AM800 News. Give your landscaping endeavors a booster shot with 100% natural Garden Gold compost on sale now at Essex-Windsor Solid Waste Authority. Garden Gold is excellent for your vegetable and flower gardens and superb on your lawn. Purchase Garden Gold pre-bagged, bag your own, bulk loads, or even have it delivered. Add some power to your flowers and some gold to your garden. Buy Garden Gold compost at the public drop-off depot on the corner of EC Row and Central. Visit EWSWA.org for details. As the CEO, the CMO, the CIO, and the CFO of my small business, I'm busy. With Rogers Live Agent, I speak to a real person to get the help I need fast. When I'm wearing my CFO hat, there's nothing I like more than saving money. Rogers helps. If I bring two lines over, I save up to $300 on each. And you know something? Every bit counts. Switch to a Share Everything for Business plan. Activation of an eligible plan with two-year term required. Limited time offer. Visit rogers.com slash share for biz. Looking to start running? Strap on a pair of comfortable shoes. Now put one foot in front of the other and keep going. It's that easy. This is this is Running Flat Radio on AM 800. 
Hey, welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio. Chrissy Zinski and Kelly Steele. Nice to have uh, Dave on. He's uh, always nice. I've so it's hard. I have so many questions. Oh, I, know, I just so want to talk I. to him forever. And I personally love the Hoyts. I've I've been to numerous races where where they've been in it, and I just love the story there and and watching the dad push his son. I I forget what the number is for how many Boston's they've done, but it's amazing. I think they've even done an Ironman where the dad. Uh, yeah, a number of them, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. And and, and you know what uh, what's really great about. Dave is is what you see is what you get. He's just down to earth all the time, and and I think he's race directed like twelve hundred races in his career. <laughs> like it's absolutely insane what 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 he's done. So he obviously um, loves it. He does, and and you know we we have long conversations about uh, you know different matters and racing and where it's all going and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he's just such a great resource, and and and, and like almost all race directors willing to share everything he knows with, with everybody, right? Just for the betterment of the sport, to, so everyone can bring up their game and. Put Put on a better event, put mm-hmm. on a better race, get more people involved in the sport, and and uh, yeah, he he runs his age every year for his birthday, so he That's hit cool. he hit sixty this year, and and decided to run sixty miles. Well, doesn't he do something like after Boston's done? Doesn't yep. he run, run back from Not the after finish to the start? Not after it's During? done, while it's going. Oh, really? Yeah, everyone goes out of the chute. Yeah, and then out goes Dave. That's very cool. And, and then Dave runs the course. He's, he's like behind everybody. He, he hangs up his headset and just gives it back to his crew and says, go for it. I'll, oh, very cool. I'll see you guys. Anyway, you're listening to Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW. For information and, and about Running Flat, you can go to runningflat.com. Uh, check out our podcasts uh, on iTunes and, and also uh, our Twitter. We, we, we tweet a lot on, on Running Flat about races, you know, what things are happening, new gear that's coming out and stuff like that. So um, what I want to do is I want to introduce you to one of the runners that's coming here for May 3rd for Le Chocolat. Le Chocolat's in Windsor. It's a half marathon, a 10K and a 5K. The 10K and the 5K are sold out and the half marathon has some spots. And uh, one of the runners who's running Le Chocolat reached out to me, uh, Michelle Lemire, joins us from Ottawa. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me. Well, it's 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 an honor to have you, and and you know the the story you have is such an amazing one, and it rings so close to home that I really wanted to have you on here so we can kind of talk about it and and maybe give you some extra promotion in the region for for what you're trying to do. So, uh, you know, t- tell us about um, why you're running Le Chocolat. Okay, uh, so why why I'm running it um, sort of started. Um, on a very sad note, um, my my friend Cassie Cake, um, as many people know in Windsor, was murdered. And um, at her funeral, I um, uh, met one of her friends, um, and we decided we wanted to do something in um, like to honor her. And uh, we got talking, and we both found out that we're runners. And we thought this would be an excellent way to honor her and help us heal through, um, you know, what we are going through. Uh, so it's a really personal reason um, to run this race. And, um, and yeah, so we're also um, um, promoting our cause, Molly Matters, um, through this. So, And what is, um, what is the Molly Matters? Uh, Molly Matters is um, we're trying to bring awareness to Canadians and lawmakers regarding the absence of laws recognizing preborn babies as victims. So currently, there's no laws um, regarding preborn babies if they're murdered or attacked. Um, so, are you looking for signatures? Yeah, so we have a petition um, going around right now, and uh, we're looking for signatures. So that's the first step is to get uh, signatures and get people on board with um, with um, this cause. Now, you said that you and your friend were both going through the healing process. Now, why turn to running as a healing, as a way of healing? Yeah, um, well, that's a that's kind of a hard question for me to answer because. Um, it's really personal, but um, running um, has always been um, like a way for me to heal um, like my body. I used to smoke and um, sorry, I'm, I'm sort of going the wrong way with this. Um, so how long um, have so how long have sorry. you been running? It's okay. Yeah, um, so I've been running. I've been running um, for 
about three years. Okay. And you said you were a smoker and, and obviously you're just trying to get, get fit was how you initially started running? Yeah. So I, I actually, yeah. So I decided to run because I quit smoking and I, um, it, it kept me away from that. And now the reason I'm running is to heal emotionally. Um, because when this happened to me, um, I, um, I had a hard time, um, obviously like leaving the house and things Mm -hmm. like that. And I wanted to, um, you know, I wanted to get out and I wanted to, um, you know, do something that made me feel happy. Do you just Uh, find when you're running the stress and all the bad thoughts kind of come out of your, your head and your body, is that kind of what running does for you? Yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I feel, you know, I can feel my heart pumping and my muscles moving <laughs> and breathing, and you know, I feel close to my friend because, um, you know, it's a it's a place that I can control my emotions and I can think about her. You know, I'm out mm-hmm. in public. I can't be crying and running at the same time. <laughs> so, um, it it gives me a chance to be with her in, in a really peaceful way. Now you said you're doing the uh, chocolate and uh, Casey and Molly are going to be, it's kind of going to be for you remembering them. Now are you going to be wearing any kind of a shirt? Like, will you be standing out? Yeah, definitely. Um, me and um, my friend that um, I've been training with Dawn, um, we, we will be wearing Molly Matter shirts. Um, we'll also have um, family and friends and supporters wearing Molly Matter shirts, and they'll also have petitions with them out in the crowds looking for support. Um, so, yeah, we'll definitely um, be standing out in the crowds and, and in the race. Okay. Michelle, thanks for joining us, and uh, yes. I, I look forward to meeting you in a couple of weeks. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. You bet. Thanks for your story. Michelle Lemire joins us from Ottawa. She's running the uh, Le Chocolat for her her, her friend, uh, Casey, who was murdered uh, back in December of last year, had an unborn baby, and uh, the baby's name was Molly, and uh, she's trying to raise awareness about about the rights of that baby in, in a murder situation, so... Uh, we wish her all the best, and I'm glad we can get her on. You are listening to Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW. It is that time that we uh, we do Song of the Week. Woo-hoo. And uh, and the Song of the Week is from Pop Etc., and it's Running Circles on Running Flat Radio. Drive it, love it event at your Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram retailer. You test drive a car, you love it, you drive away happy. Pretty easy concept. Like getting great deals on our best-selling models, like the 2015 Dodge Grand Caravan and the 2015 Dodge Journey, both starting from just $19,995. Or the Ram 1500 Quad Cab SXT from just $26,995 with up to $10,000 in total discounts. See retailer for details. And now the latest forecast from the AM800 Weather Center. Partly cloudy with a low plus four tonight. Tomorrow, mainly sunny with an afternoon high of 16. Thursday, cloudy with a 60% chance of showers and a high 16. Friday, a mix of sun and cloud with a 30% chance of showers with a daytime high of 20. Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud with an afternoon high of 17. Once again, for tonight, partly cloudy skies and an overnight low of plus four. Everyone likes choices. Nope. Not me. Everyone but this guy likes choices. I prefer not to choose. 
Well, that's too bad, because with Subway Restaurant's 650 meal deals, you can choose from six different six-inch subs or wraps, like the Subway Club, Italian BMT, and more, plus chips and a 21-ounce fountain drink for just 650. Or I can choose the same meal every day. I'm not sure that's really making a choice. Exactly. Subway. Eat fresh. Limited time only. Additional charge for extras. Prices and participation may vary, plus tax where applicable. Like, just want to hug him. Luane has impressed me nonstop. We know how to communicate better. And it's working for we us. We make a great team. From the producers of Canada's Worst Driver comes a new series about relationships. He's the biggest tool I know. Renault's. Bad handyman, my yeah. butt. And how quickly it can all fall apart. This is going to be a disaster. Five couples compete to win 50 grand. That's beautiful. All they need to do is hammer out their differences. You're an idiot. Blood, Sweat, and Tools <laughs> continues Monday at 10 on Discovery. It's better not end in divorce. Oh, sound like your new basement installation is being fitted. Okay, new basement installation may not sound that sexy, but as you're thinking of home renos this spring, now you can get a rebate from Union Gas of up to $2,500. Mm, for energy efficiency renovations, which can save you up to 20% on your energy bills. Learn more at uniongas.com slash home reno. New basement installations sound pretty good now, doesn't it? Keep fit. Keep active. Keep running. This is Running Flat Radio on AM 800. And welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW. If you're listening to us on iTunes, welcome to uh, to the podcast. And you can also catch a uh, the podcast also off of runningflat.com. Uh, in the top right hand corner, there's a, a running flat radio. Uh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. So you know, a couple things I really want to go through is because it's the beginning of the season, and there's a lot of new runners out there, and I get a lot of emails and a lot of folks on Facebook saying, "Hey, you know what? I don't know. It's my first time, and I really don't <laughs> know what I'm doing." And I'm, you know, and it's okay. It's okay to be the first time. Everyone goes through the first time. We all need reminders on what to do and what not to do. So I thought we would talk a little bit about where to pin the bib, you know, and what and what is the bib and why is it important and, and just go through some really rudimentary stuff because I, I think, you know, it's, it's all a constant reminder and, and it's okay to look around and ask somebody. And, and it's interesting you're saying that because one of the girls in my uh, my group, my running group, uh, just the, one of our last races, she said to me in the middle of the race, all of a sudden she had pinned her bib on her outer layer. Right. It was warming up really fast. So she didn't want to stop. She didn't want to lose any time. So as she's running, she took her shirt off, unpinned her bib off that shirt while she's still running, managed to pin it on her wow. shirt. I know. I was pretty impressed. No but blood? That, no blood. But that's <laughs> how you learn. You always learn. For me, I, I have one of those, um, those waistbands. I have a belt. Yeah. Because I'm always taking off my clothes. Well, I'm always shedding a layer. Okay. But, you know, I, my advice to people, if you don't have a belt, you pin it on your shorts. That way, if you need to take off a, tur- a shirt or do whatever, it's not going to affect Just the Just watch where you're pinning it. True. Yeah. yeah. And those pins yeah. sometimes oh, do become time. Sometimes they don't come out. Um, <laughs> so uh, the bib goes in the front mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons. One is so we can see you coming. And when when there's different races on, on a, on a asimilar course... Mm-hmm. Um, officials need to direct you on and off the course at the appropriate time. For instance, Le Chocolat has a 5K turnaround, a 10K turnaround, and a half marathon turnaround. So it's important that the folks who are officiating those turnarounds can clearly see the bib and go, okay, you're at 10K, this is where you turn. And to remind you of that, (coughs) one of the things that's critical about the bib is the bib has the timing chips built into it. They're a micron thin. They're super thin. They're the thinnest in the world. They're super lightweight. Um, those of you who are, are looking at a running flat bib on the back, you'll you'll see we, we always do redundant chips. We do a left and a right chip mm-hmm. uh, in case your arm is over one side of the chip. So so we make sure we get you for, for better reading purposes at the finish line. And if just as a point of interest, if you're looking at the back of an old running flat bib from last year, because we just bought this state-of-the-art timing system last year. And you look at the middle of the chip, you'll see a little dot. 
Mm-hmm. And on the side of the dot is a plus sign or a minus sign. That is actually the battery of the RFID Seriously? chip. Yeah, just a little point of interest. That's I always thought it was pretty cool, cool to see. So, uh, but just remember those are RFID chips. Uh, don't bend them. Mm-hmm. Uh, try not to cover them. But those are what time you as you're coming in and out of the start shoot and finish shoot. I have to say, I love I love those bibs. I love that the, the timing chips are on the bibs because remember back in the day, you had to unlace your shoes and you had to put them in your <laughs> shoelaces. And then if you, if you had a really good race and you came across fast, you had to stop and undo your shoe. And for someone like me, I have <laughs> this really quirky thing I do. When I buy my pair of shoes, I lace them up. My laces are perfect. And the whole time I have those shoes, I never untie my shoes. I just slip them on. I, I do never ever undo my shoes because they're how I want them to be. So pretty much in a race, if you stepped on the back of my shoe, my shoe would probably come off. So when you had to back in the day undo laces in your shoes, oh, yeah. it would throw me for a tizzy because all of a sudden my shoes were perfect. <laughs> so I love those new chips. I think they're awesome. Because what you're talking about is in the past, there used to be these little little tablets, yeah. uh, probably about an inch by an inch by an inch with a hole in the middle and a number on it. And it was a reusable RFID chip. And the odd time people would lose them too. They'd somehow come yeah, off your shoe. Yeah, and then that elevated to a system where it, it became almost like a, like the wristband that you got at a bar for an event. That's right. With with the chip built into it, and you had to keep it in a circular fashion. You couldn't you couldn't crush it, and you had to tie that to your boot. Someone just used that. My my wife just ran a race in Detroit where they were using. Oh, that. I didn't even think they had. This I, anymore. I didn't think they were using them anymore either. So, but anyway. Bib goes in the front, mm-hmm. so the chips can be read properly, and we can see you coming. It's very important that you do that. It's also very important that you wear your bib, because in case of an emergency, your bib number correlates back to you, mm-hmm. so we can call your loved ones if there's any issues, you know, uh, on the course or yep. if anything happens to you. So, really critical information. Um, when it comes to race times and lining up at race times, listen to the announcer. So Dave always is our, our esteemed announcer. I love Dave. Dave does a, <laughs> a beautiful job at running flat events. And, uh, well, Jim, uh, Chris announces that Peely, he does an incredible mm-hmm. job as well. And, and what's important is listen to your announcer regarding the start of the race, because they'll key you into when you start lining up, where to start lining up. And you know what? If you're a speed demon... Like many guys I know who who are speed demons, they're going to want to push their way to the front and be first in line, you know, so there's no one in front of them. But you know what? If if you're a walker or a slower runner, that's okay. Just make sure you're at the very back of the pack. Yeah. So, so you know, the pacing comes out evenly outside of the chute because there's nothing, you know, you don't want to set up a bottleneck so early in a race where you're a walker at the very front and there's all these speed demons trying to get around oh, and you. It's dangerous. It's, it's very it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. And I think some people panic because they want to get over that start line as quickly as they can. So they don't want to be at the back, but they don't realize that, especially if you have five walkers, you know, watching straight across and you have a runner trying to get through right at the start, it's, it's a nightmare. Well, it's it's a nightmare on the course too. So, I mean, to run, to walk five abreast in the middle of the course when there's three races going on at the same yeah. time, uh, it's going to be an issue. And trust me, someone from behind you will tell you that. Well, and quite honestly, nothing against runners or walkers, but the rule of thumb is you move to the, you should be on the right side. Right. You shouldn't be running or walking five abreast right down the middle of the course. It should be moved off to the side. It's just a courtesy thing. It's a courtesy for everyone. Right. So so we have uh, running flat. Fuel is, is on the course again. Our uh, our famous uh, pink lemonade version of it, which which tastes great, which uses beetroot for the coloring, and it's all natural. And we will be retailing that uh, shortly after this race. You'll be able to get it online and, nice. and, and at some stores. Uh, what's interesting about the aid stations? Uh, we have very large aid stations on this course, and uh, we'll also be providing M and M's on the aid stations oh, as I like well. That. Yeah. So yeah. It's, I might, I might just stay at the aid stations for a little longer. Uh, you then. could. You now could, are the firefighters going to be there too? They, they will be there. And, and okay. You won't get rid of me. I'll be at the first water so station. So will the fire trucks and, and you know, it's, it'll be Le Chocolat. It'll be a wonderful event and really highlight, you know, the beauty of Windsor's, uh, waterfront and again you're bringing the pacers in for that and I, I don't know if people know what pacers are but you know you're gonna have all the numbers uh, myself I'm doing the two-hour group I think there's a 150 uh, 210 you line up with that person who's holding that sign and pretty much it's if you're looking for a specific time it's one of the best ways to run your race because all you have to do is, is stay with me is stay with me and my job is just to get you across the line 
and 159.57. And the, the pacers are usually bang on and, and you're going to get that time. So it's pretty mindless running. All you got to do is stay with that person holding the sign. And there's no pressure. If you fall off, you fall off. I think some people feel the pressure that if they, they sign up and they, they say they're going to run with a pacer, they absolutely have to stay with that person. They don't, but you know, the, the plan is to try. Yeah, exactly. And, and a couple of things that I think newbies need to know in, in a race situation like this. So we have water stations, mm-hmm. aid stations, as we call them. At the aid station, you'll have uh, infinite. Uh, you'll have our water. You'll also have some M&Ms at, at the last part of the table. Um, and there's also a first aid kit at every one of our aid stations, which which is universal for all of our events. When we, mm-hmm. when we had the marathon course, everyone had this little, we used to call it like an aid box. And inside was Vaseline. <laughs> and it was Vaseline with... A popsicle stick for application to prevent <laughs> chafing or to ease chafing. Hey, don't eat them. <laughs> don't eat them. Don't don't eat because you'll spend the rest of the race in the bathroom. I think every runner at one time or another has grabbed that thinking it was goo or gel. Yeah. And I know I have. I didn't eat it, thank goodness, but I thought it was. It's not. And and we also have like Tylenol and mm-hmm. we have Band-Aids, you know, for, you know, toes and stuff yep. like that. So, you know, don't, don't be afraid to ask at the aid station, you know, do you, do you have a Band-Aid and, and, and you can grab one. And the other thing for your aid stations, a common problem at the aid stations is if you're coming up to the water uh, stop, you don't yeah. have to hit it right at the front. Go towards the back or the middle because what happens is you're running, you stop right at that front. The people behind you run right into the back. You see the collisions at the water stations all the time. And once you get your water, walk through the water station. Don't stand there and and drink walk through it get out of the way right and 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 move to the right exactly move to the right move to the curb if you want to just walk it or stop and drink it you know because a lot of folks can't run and drink at the same time because they aspirate um so what you want to do is be able to to you know kind of you know move to the right look behind you make sure no one's running through the aid station that you're gonna you know walk right in front of and you know get get blown away right yep. by by a fast runner and that's a bad way to end a race you get it's taken out at the water station terrible i'll try to explain that one to the family and and so really what you want to do is is walk it on the right hand side uh ask questions there, there are no questions that are off limits here mm-hmm. uh there are porta johns at every aid station as well they're always 2k along the course you're never farther than two kilometers from the next aid station in one way or another, the way the course is designed. So and that's an interesting thing too. If you hit that first station, uh, first portage on, and you don't have to go that badly and there's a massive lineup, just run to the next one. Like I got people who yeah. panic and they'll stand in these lineups for like 10 minutes when all you do is go to the next one. There's another one coming up. Right, right. So th- that's all available to you. And, uh, you know, and just enjoy the experience, you know, like take it all in. Yep. We had a couple of entertainers on the course. There's lots of volunteers, some cheering stations. So just take it in because it's, it's your day. It's your event, you know, absolutely really love it. And, uh, and I wish you for all the, all, all the luck. So, uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. I'm going to take a couple more weeks off okay. and, uh, you have been listening to running flat radio. Keep running. And that's the end of it. End of episode. Running Flat Radio with Chris Yuzinski. Tuesday night, 7 till 8 on AM 800. Running Flat Radio is a paid program. Local news is next on AM 800 CKLW, the information station. And that's all I have to say about that.